The FIFA World Cup 2022 ended with euphoria for Argentina that lifted the trophy. Messi's last World Cup, the match saw a fierce competition between France and Argentina. In this podcast, we discuss about the recently concluded World Cup, the rise of new nations in the World Cup. We also talk about the next FIFA World Cup that will be hosted by USA, Canada and Mexico. The next edition of the tournament will have more teams that is 48. So, does India stand a chance? Hello and welcome to the BL podcast. This is Nabodita Ganguly. Today I'm joined by B Baskar who will speak in depth about the FIFA World Cup. Hi Baskar, thank you so much for joining us. Ah, uh, thanks thanks again for having me. Yeah. So Baskar, how was the last World Cup match? Yeah, the, this is perhaps the greatest ever finals and I have to agree because I have been watching uh, this World World Cup football since 1986. Uh 1982 unfortunately I missed the finals though I saw both the semi-finals live. uh the finals i had to miss but yeah by by all uh, the general consensus out there among football writers and long time fans is that the france uh, the france argentina finals was perhaps the greatest ever and it also did remind me of the 1986 world cup which uh, argentina played against west germany okay it had a similar uh, ebb and flow you know in the sense that argentina were 2-0 up and in that match also in 1986 oh, okay. with maradona mm. and they were kind of you know they almost had the match in the bag hmm. but then west germany came back late and they scored a couple of goals and it became you know it was like hmm. uh, it became two all and then of course maradona did a bit of his magic he didn't score a goal but he he did provide this really defense splitting pass to this player called jorge burchaga who scored the uh, winning goal for argentina of course it didn't go to extra time but they still managed to get a goal towards the end of the match and so it sort of reminded me of that match but yeah this match was it was a crazy night i mean it was an absolutely it was bonkers night. it was bonkers <laughs> like every second yeah. something was changing yeah. right i mean it was like i mean when when kylian mbappe scored that magical goal oh, uh, God, oh that i mean it was just it, everyone went just went yeah. nuts yeah and that's when yeah. we thought that france has a chance cause yeah. for a yeah. very long yeah. time it yeah. seemed yeah. like yeah. is france playing mm. is it doing good mm. and then all of a sudden france was in the yeah, limelight yeah, so yeah. how do you think about france's performance in the finals uh it was yeah see the thing is the, the france suffered for large parts because their standout player of the mm. tournament antoine griezmann mm. he didn't turn up i mean he had yeah. an off day if you had seen him play in some of the earlier matches he was there all over the pitch i mean against uh, Morocco in the semis against England the quarterfinals there wasn't a inch in the pitch that he did not cover i mean he was there tracking back he was defending hmm. so he had a off day in the finals and uh, that i think that hurt france and of course nothing to take away from argentina's performance i mean they they were really magnificent that day hmm. and messi yeah messi was really messi but it, no, a lot of other players also like angel di maria was really yeah good. that's true julian alvarez hmm. was really good their goalkeeper emiliano martinez was, was magnificent and yes. yeah i mean uh, <laughs> he is quite a character <laughs> for the kind of things he ended up doing later yeah. during the penalties hmm. and even during the podium and with a lot of stuff hmm. lots of happening. criticisms yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah I mean, that's what makes him argentinian and i think argentinians love him for that mm. uh, the kind of uh, what what they call in england uh, shit housery which is you know gamesmanship but it's kind of uh, uh, there's a tradition for that in south america and and pe- players are revered for that kind of uh, mm. stuff so yeah argentina were magnificent and it was messi i mean it was almost as if messi was destined to 
win this World Cup, you know, because this was his last chance, and he had even said before the match that this was going to be his, uh, which wasn't a big surprise because he's 35, and mm. when the World Cup moves to USA, uh, Canada, and uh, Mexico in 2026, he'll be 39. So what are the odds? I mean, so mm. that he announced it that this was going to be his last World Cup hardly came as a surprise. And so he had to do it this time. But this, this in this World Cup, we saw a very different Messi. Not in terms of his playing ability. I mean, we had no doubts about uh, what a class player he is. But uh, emotionally, his, yeah, emotionally, mm-hmm. he was, he was that he was he had that extra. He was a little edgier. Mm. He was a little nastier. He was he was more in your face. You know, Messi before this was a very nice guy. You know, he was very Anna. I'm sorry to, uh, you know, this may sound a little, uh, uh, you know, harsh on Argentinians, but uh, you know, they, they they like their players to be more more aggressive, more mm. in your face. Messi was not like that. Yeah, you know, he was, uh, like he was, that. He was yeah. a very nice guy. He was very polite, and, mm. and you know that sort of. Uh, and often in the past, Messi has when he's turned out for Argentina, especially in the 2018 World Cup, you saw that. I mean, he was. He almost felt it. He was he was almost tormented. You know, he was he was there was so much going on in his mind, and mm. somehow there was this feeling that he has not quite achieved for Argentina. I mean, the way he should have and the kind of success he's achieved with Barcelona, uh, he has not quite managed to do that for Argentina. But mm. I think that that has been put to overshadowed. Yeah, yeah, that has yeah. now that mm. that debate is over now. Mm. Messi is Messi is the great. So. Coming to Messi, Messi has announced his retirement. This is not the first time he announced mm-hmm. his retirement, but he did come back. So there are some who are like, what if after enough appeasement, Messi does come back? Do you think that's I, happening? That's unlikely. Mm. One, there are for, for two reasons. One mm. is age. Mm. He is 35 and he is getting on with uh, his age. So that yeah. could be a factor. Two, this is the best time for him to go out. And uh, before the finals, like we saw the kind of energy that Argentinian fans had. Mm-hmm. So many of them said that this is the end. Like mm-hmm. with Messi going, it seems like Argentina, Argentina's team might not perform that good in the next World Cup. What do you think about that? I don't know. See, you can never say. They, see, the difference between this Argentinian side and the 1986 Argentinian hmm. side was hmm. that was largely... I mean, in 86, they used to say it was Diego Mor- Maradona and 10 other players. Mm. Though they had some good players like Valdano, Burchaga and all that. I mean, I'm not saying that. But uh, this is not like that. This is Messi is, of course, their their iconic player. But yeah. they have a lot of other talented players coming up. I mean, Julian Alvarez is very good. Angel Mar- De-, De Maria is, De of course, Maria. he had a... He's, he's a veteran. He's been around for a long time. Mm. And uh, he it was, it was very good for Argentina that he... Became fit just before the World Cup, just before the know. finals. I don't he was, understand he was, why they substituted him, though. Uh, yeah, maybe he was. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was like, some some people mm-hmm. were asking that. Maybe he was carrying. Maybe he felt that you know, uh, the match was in the bag. Or I don't know. Uh, yeah. that, that's hard to say. But th- there are a lot of uh, youngsters coming up. Uh, Emiliano Martinez, the goalkeeper, is very good, and uh, then Enzo Fernandez, he's a very good player, mm. and then uh, Alexis uh, McAllister, he's very good. Mm. Julian Alvarez is, of course, mm. their standout. Uh, they, they, are, they have a lot of exciting... Uh, and it's it's Argentina. They will produce good players. So, okay. they have that, uh, you know... They, so, the legacy yeah, is yeah, not yeah, dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, you, you can't have another player like Messi. But I hope, my, my sincere hope... See, the, the thing about the problem with a country like Argentina is mm. it produced a player like Maradona. Yeah. And after that... 
every talented player who would come up he would he would be compared with maradona and that you that used to weigh down on a lot of totally, players yeah. i have seen a lot of very talented argentinian players in the past who have you know just 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 could not live with that burden hmm. and they cracked up hmm. and that that almost happened with messi also so to that extent i am glad that messi was able to sort of you know bury that uh, ghost and say yeah i i won a world cup so now you can sort of <laughs> you know yeah. stop this comparison with maradona i am a different player i am i am i am messi you know mm, i I, 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 I in some ways stepped out of maradona shadow yeah. yes. so does it also settle the ronaldo messi debate Oh yes, oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> See Ronaldo again it's it's a contrast actually. If you saw the way Ronaldo left hmm. lots of things for Ronaldo. World. Yeah. yeah, and the way Messi, I mean I think I don't think Ronaldo was in great form to begin hmm. with hmm. before the World Cup started because a lot of stuff was happening in the last few months he was yeah. he was having a, a, a ongoing tiff with his coach in Manchester United. and he wasn't being played there any and the manchester united coach eric ten hag and he were not getting along and he wasn't getting any playing time there so finally he before the world cup he even quit manchester united so he wasn't really in that space mentally and physically so i'm not surprised that it it sort of ended this way for ronaldo it's sad it's sad but i'm not surprised uh, and in a sense who's who's better messi or ronaldo you have to say messi now because he's he's won it all mm-hmm. so the world cup also saw lots of new nations like mm-hmm. morocco for example even mm-hmm. senegal played very yes, well yes senegal played very well japan and korea they mm-hmm. both got qualified for the second stage mm-hmm. of the thing and uh, yeah morocco was a stand out uh, first african nation yeah, first african it. nation mm-hmm. to and uh, in a way it's an arab nation so the uh, the world cup was happening in qatar it was happening in a arab state so that that sort of also mm. you know that yeah, also yeah. resonated with exactly. a lot of people mm. you know, so from people across mm. the entire middle east to north africa they mm. sort of rallied behind uh, morocco they they it, morocco became everybody's favorite team mm. and the whole of africa too so yeah africa. whole of africa, africa yeah. was supporting because also. you know the african nations cup there's the rivalry is very intense mm. uh, between nations there especially mm. sub saharan nations and arab nations there the rivalry is extremely uh, mm. uh, often very bitter but in this case i think they all came together and they they all felt that morocco is our team now so we should uh, so everyone was saying yeah, morocco yeah. is carrying africa's mm-hmm. pride now yeah africa's pride see what is very important what what is very interesting about morocco's performance is the way they play okay. see they didn't play a very dour ultra defensive they didn't or what the football fans uh, mm. call park the bus no they played very attacking very tactically smart uh, football Mm. and they have some very good footballers also and some of their top footballers play for some of the top clubs in uh, mm. in europe and their coach was very good i mean he's, he was a tactically very smart coach he, he really you know uh, when it comes to tactical knows he was in no way uh, inferior to any of these top uh, european teams as coach uh, coaches like uh, deschamps or uh, gareth southgate or any one of those them i mean he was he was as smart as them mm. in out thinking and out witting their opponents so i mean full marks to morocco they played some very smart intelligent attacking tactical football it wasn't just a, you know it wasn't a flash in the pan it wasn't a very dour defensive no they were actually very good mm. on the pitch so that you have to admit that and give them credit for that so game. do we see african nations winning the world cup anytime soon i don't know i mean it that would be a wonderful story <laughs> <laughs> yes that would be absolutely mm. wonderful 
but i don't see that happening right now i mean see the thing is africa is still seen as a sort of a nursery for world football mm. you know it produces all these uh, you know very talented players and uh, they go to europe europe is a magnet for them you know the european leagues are a magnet for them so they they the talent scouts from these clubs they go to some some of these african sub saharan and arab mm-hmm. nations and they they get to play there but i'm not very sure we we are going to see an african nation winning a world cup anytime soon okay. i think see even here morocco came as far as they could but in the end it's sort of france you know regarding hosting the world cup mm. no one thought that qatar would host the world cup mm. uh considering the amount of infrastructure qatar built mm-hmm. and all of it mm. so do we see any other nations like maybe some developing nations hosting the world cup anytime soon i'm guessing china somewhere down the line would want to do mm. it but you see the Ch- chinese thing is they there will be a lot of opposition to it for the fifa qatar was also a kind of a show piece you know it had to sort of it was important not just for qatar to make a success of this world cup it was also very important for fifa and you had been a english you are an english supporter <laughs> yeah, since a very still, long time yeah yeah so yeah. did you think that harry would lose the penalty it's harry no, he never yeah, loses yeah, it yeah yeah he is their best penalty taker but you see these things happen i've i've seen some great players in the past uh, miss penalties in world cup mm. uh, michel platini missed in 1986 mm. roberto baggio missed in 1994 zico missed in 1986 So yeah these things happen I was disappointed yes bitterly disappointed but not surprised these things happen I mean these yeah I don't blame him just it didn't go in that day <laughs> just it was yeah, maybe yeah, just yeah, not his day yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. you have been following this team for a very long time so how do you think was their performance this time England England yeah yeah actually see the thing is england had a pretty easy group uh, stage and uh, hmm. france was perhaps their first big test It's a good team. They reached the Euro finals last year. They lost to Italy. Italy didn't even qualify for this World Cup, <laughs> and they ran into a very inspired uh, French side, which managed to defeat them even when they were having an off day. And talking about Mbappe, I think it will be safe to say he's one of the like, greatest rising stars of football. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, he, the way he scored that the second goal against Argentina, it the, was it crazy. Was just yeah, just the volley, just the way he swiveled and. Yeah. The, the way he struck that ball and mm. uh, hey, that was pure magic. That you, was, you, and he's he was, so young. Yeah, he's twenty-three. Yeah, he's just he's barely twenty-four. Yeah, he's not yet twenty-four. Yeah. So he still got at least another three World Cups in him. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's already a World Cup winner. Yeah. He you you he forget that he won it when yeah. he was barely in his teens. He was eighteen. So, yeah, he's nineteen. Yeah, he's nineteen last time, and mm. he's he's already won there. He's already mm. stood in the podium. He's he's already held that cup. Was so, so disappointed so, this time, yeah. even with the golden boot. His uh, face yeah. was like. I mean, so what do you sullen. say? I mean, yeah. Mbappe scored four goals in the finals, and you, he, he still ended up with a runners-up uh, medal. So somehow yeah. that day it seemed yeah. like it was Mbappe. playing mostly mm-hmm. i don't know i didn't i mean france as a team is always playing as a team but that day it was mostly mbappe it was in fact even mbappe was not exactly in his best yeah, form yeah in his best mm. form he was kind of kept quiet for except for that 80th minute mm. when he suddenly just you know All burst into yes so that's that's the, that's the greatness about these players and masker when there was this match between france and morocco apart from how the match might go one thing that everyone kept talking about was colonialism mm. Fra- france mm. was a colonial power france ruled morocco mm. for a long time so this time it might be justice to history there were statements like this so how much do you think colonialism 
plays a role in world see, cup see every time in games. france every time france plays uh, an african nation uh, an ex colony uh, hmm. like say cameroon or morocco or algeria or, you know uh, or any of these teams they will be this bit senegal so you you will get that kind of a narrative going on but i think it's it's a little uh, i'm not exact i'm not entirely convinced by it the story is a lot more complicated than this because if you look at uh, the french side actually in the finals it was very uh, very multicultural yeah yeah mm-hmm. except at one stage after the substitutions all the substitutions were done hugo loris was the only white player mm. in the french side all mm. the 10 players were of african descent mm. now how does this sort of fit in with this colonial col- col- yeah, colonizer mm. colonized uh, narrative mm. which you are putting out there does it mean, these are these are anymore? Uh, see these are players who are born and bred in france you know they they use uh, many of them have come from uh, underprivileged backgrounds you mm. know they the football is a vehicle for them for social advancement for mm. economic advancement there's mm. a lot of money in the so a lot of them True. look up to football to sort of lift their Class. status yeah status. Uh, economically and socially so it's a, it's a very important vehicle for a lot of these mm. african descent and arab descent uh, people uh, players mm. in uh, france actually karim benzema who unfortunately didn't play in this uh, world cup who mm. was he was he is a he is a french footballer of african descent he, he put it quite nicely once he said when i score i am frenchman when i miss i am an arab <laughs> he said that about france so mm. yeah you you have that kind of uh, some of those nasty things going on in france also because the, these people are often judged by their background than their playing ability which is sad So uh the 2026 FIFA World Cup mm. will have 48 48 teams yeah yeah it's really uh, I'm a little uh, I'm not so sure whether that's such a great move because you know World Cup began it was like eight teams 12 teams and all that and then mm. for a long time it was 16 teams mm. right through the 50s 60s and 70s it was uh, 16 teams and 82 it was expanded to 24 and then 98 it was expanded to 32 i think 32 is good but uh, they've made it 48 now and in fact there is even talk of uh, in fact arsene wenger who's a very respected coach who was who coached arsenal for more than 20 years he's he's now part of the <coughs> fifa's uh, technical committee mm. and he has been saying that we should have a world cup every 2 years okay. which i think <laughs> which i think is crazy to be honest i mean apart from the logistics and you know the expenditure involved in uh, staging mm. a thing you have you have to host 48 teams every 2 years uh, i, I don't crazy. think yeah, it's crazy yeah. So do we see yeah. new teams coming with Yeah, yeah they will not they will they have, you've got 16 new teams 16 coming. New yeah, teams. 16 new, new teams. It's not just uh, two or four it's 16. Hmm. So will India get a chance? I I hope so yeah. but we still have a very very long way to go. Why up. why is is it that way? Actually like, till the 1950s and 60s India was actually a footballing superpower in Asia. Mm. we won the asian games mm. and we were quite good mm. but then from the 70s onwards there's been a dip and you've seen player teams from east uh, asia as well as the middle east overtaking us so i mean for today for instance iran is so though india is usually seen as a cricketing nation and quite rightly so because that's the only sport where we've had some real success mm. in the international level but football does have a lot of support a lot of uh, fan following in uh, india i, I think this isl you. needs to sort of uh, you know really pick up it's been there since 2014 and uh, there is an effort to sort of create uh, a sort of a, a viable indian league that will you know mirror that of the european leagues but more needs to be done i think what needs to be done is the game has to be taken 
to the grassroots level you have to pick talent at a young age hope we reach yeah, there someday yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, i hope that india at least you know qualifies to the world cup before i die <laughs> during my lifetime really yeah, hope yeah, that happens yeah, soon yeah. and lastly vaskar we talked a lot about politics and sports in our last podcast mm-hmm. about it reflecting around qatar about uh, the controversial laws that qatar has so now that usa usa canada mexico will be the host of the uh, like next world cup usa has some really strict laws when it comes yeah, to abortion yes i we i briefly mentioned that in our earlier podcast and mm-hmm. i'd be very surprised i'd be very curious to see the kind of narrative uh, that is built around uh, now will us face the same kind of uh, criticism that qatar faced over its human rights record workers rights record or laws on uh, homosexuality will will us be slammed in with the same intensity on its abortion rights uh, issue like the way qatar was okay. but i don't think they will quite face the same kind of criticism that qatar faced what has been the best world cup for you germany Uh, Germany in terms of conducting it yeah okay uh, South Africa was very special because it was the first time it went to uh, mm. Africa mm. and uh, Japan Korea again for the first time it went to Asia but Qatar has done a good job I mean, yeah, they they pulled true. it off yeah. uh, it was it was very successful mm. the finals also is being hailed as the best ever Uh, dollars in yeah. uh, their infrastructure their so metro what will happen to that to be, those huh? infrastructure those I stadiums i don't know i mean see the some of it of course the metro and all is supposed to be very good yes, so that will huh. get uh, a lot of uh, traction people will use hmm. it i don't know what's going to happen to the football stadiums eight new football stadiums have been in built such a do small they have place, a league big enough to make use of those uh, stadiums i'm not so sure we'll have to wait and see Uh, for fifa as usual this has been a revenue spinner it has made close to about 7.5 billion Hmm. which is a good 1.1 billion more than what it made uh, in the Russia World Cup. So it was a huge so success. Yeah, it was for FIFA it's a success. Uh, based on your experience, yeah. how do you sum up this World Cup? Yeah, it's see the thing is the game has changed a lot even okay. during my time. I right. was watching it it was largely a European versus uh, South American kind of a vibe, you know. Hmm. Africa was just beginning to make. It was in the 1990 World Cup that the Africa first made its uh, you know it, Cameroon defeated Argentina which was the defending champions and they reached the semi final uh, quarter finals uh, and they lost to England so that 1990 was the first time you know the, uh, nations outside Europe and South America started you know coming into the limelight yeah, yeah to the limelight mm-hmm. and f- since then it has been a steady progression so now you the, the, definitely the the sport is more global uh yeah there there's a the it's it's big business it's big bucks it's completely commercialized you can sort of criticize all that but uh, the game has also been a, a sort of a vehicle for social advancement and it has sort of the game has become more democratic in a sense there've been a lot of important rule changes and all that I mean, it's, I it's, it's completely different we can have a separate conversation on the changes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right Basker thank you so much for your time thanks a lot for joining yeah, us thank you so much thank you so much for listening to us if you like our content please subscribe and share thank you